feels like we've been away for ages. Trust. Because that um, last episode took a long time to edit. Took a long time. <laughs> did you... Because you had to re-upload it as well, did you do that? I have not done that oh, yet. Okay. There's one bit where we <laughs> didn't... Hope. We didn't beep out... Well, Ben didn't beep out. So Dave's so, name. Yeah, his name. So I'm like, should I just... I mean, he's re-edited it and I need to re-upload it. But at the time, Brett was like, don't re-upload it yet because I'm still halfway through and I don't want to lose my place. Dave, that episode is so funny to me for a number of reasons. I know, you text me and you're like... One... <laughs> Esme just makes me piss with laughter. She is so- Don't say that to me because I'm your best friend. I know you are, but she is so funny. <laughs> She's just <laughs> She's so funny. Um, to the fact that we mentioned Dave's real name um, on accident at the beginning, but then it just... We just did it, it on purpose. It evolved to... Just naming him outright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, when you took the episode away to get it edited, Ben I, was like, "You didn't, you didn't tell me that you was like editing it with the Wii music." Ben so chose when, that. So I've never even asked him that. So when I was listening to it, it was like, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Did you think it was funny though? Yeah, I was like, proper. I was like upstairs listening to it on my own, proper laughing. Yeah. And I don't know that last episode. I could, it was so like James put on his Instagram story the other day that he was getting caught up yeah. with the podcast episodes. Yeah, but he was only on Ookie Spooky... Yeah, he was like... Whatever. Eight weeks late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I texted him back and I said, like, you should listen to the most recent one because it's hilarious. Yeah. And he was like, oh, then it'll be out, it'll be out of order and I'll get confused. I was like, it's not the MCU, James. No, like, you don't need to watch him. <laughs> you don't need to watch him in order. But... I was just like, you need to listen to the latest one because it was like that. That is so far my favorite episode because it's so funny. I'm smiling thinking about it. <laughs> you know, Brett. Brett was like, "Hi, Brett." Brett was like, um, "He keeps like bullying me and being like, have you got the handle for the YouTube channel yet? You should oh just the audio, which we're on about doing anyway, weren't we? Yeah. Um, just like back uploading them. Yeah. And he was like, you've got to make sure no one's got that name. You've got to make sure you take it now or someone else might take it. Does he want to do it? And he was like, I'll do it, I'll do it. I'll, I nearly made an account earlier just called like So True Bestie Pod just so you'd have the thing. And I, I was like, don't lie, Brett. You just want to sell it to us. You just want to hoard it. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he would? <laughs> he joked about it. <laughs> if, if he got the URL and then we were like, Brett, can we have it? He'd be like, yeah, for £50,000. <laughs> I'd be like... It's alright, we'll just call it someone else. I'll be like, well, thanks to our uh, sponsor at Squarespace. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I love pizza of Squarespace. Okay. But we didn't didn't record last week because the episode was still, like, sort of in process. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it has been, like, two two weeks. weeks, Yeah. Two weeks. Have you all missed us? I've missed you. I've missed you too, but you're ill. Mm -hmm. So I've come over here and I'm probably going to get ill. He hasn't got the big... C word. I keep calling it the big C as if it's cancer. <laughs> he Stop. He hasn't got Covidina. No, I haven't. I've He's just got a, t- a flu or a cold. Yeah, I've got like some sort of sinus infection, I think. But, and he's um, defo going to give it to me and I'm going to go back to work after my week off. Ill. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no, but I've taken Covid tests twice and they're both negative. So it's definitely not Corona. I'm, I'm allowed to be ill with something other than COVID. 
That's why you're wrong. But like the if other... you were wearing your mask and sanitizing, you wouldn't have got an ill. So... An ill. You wouldn't have got one ill. Got an ill. Oh, got ten. Okay. My ears are like fuzzy as well. So I can't really hear. <laughs> but like the the other night, we were um, we were upstairs watching something in bed, and then Adam fell asleep, and I came downstairs for a drink, and I was downstairs, and I was like, I started having a panic attack. I was like, I haven't been ill in so long I've like forgot what it feels like and what if people think I'm having like I've got COVID but I haven't and I was just like panicking and I was like I went upstairs and I was like <laughs> like oh, no. fully fully shaking what did Adam do? he was asleep he didn't do anything <laughs> he was like I'm some of my business he was like <laughs> <laughs> you were just like <laughs> <laughs> cheers Cheers, big Cheers, ass. big ears. Up your bum, no I'm done. Or as I say in Up Bulgaria. Up your bum, no babies. <laughs> as I say in Bulgaria, Nostravi. As they say in uh, Russia, enjoy. enjoy. <laughs> okay, so that is a deep cut. This is the part where we usually do. This is the part where I say I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't know. It's, I don't want ya. Oh. <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> I'm a fake fan. You oh. are. It's four o'clock. You know what speaks. that means? Random dancing. <laughs> oh my God. That reminded me. The other night, I watched a four and a half hour video of someone reviewing series one to three of iCarly. <laughs> and I'm going to watch the second the one. The iCarly reboot's been renewed for a second season. Do you know what? Is it that good? I haven't even watched it. Oh. You're an iCarly stand there. Yeah, but do you know who my favourite character is? Sam. Sam? <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, just before we start getting into our favourite things, I just want to say, I left the cinema literally just before I came here. Yeah. And we, me and Ben went to watch The Forever Purge. because every I haven't t- even heard of that. Every time a new Purge film comes out, we watch it. We know it's going to be bad, but we like to make fun of it. We went to the cinema just to watch a Forever Purge. Oh my god, I knew it was going to be bad. But that was such a bad film. Oh. It was just really stupid, boring, and also, I forgot that in cinemas, it's just full of fucking teenagers, especially in a film like The Purge, just talking their fucking heads off. Yeah. Just like. You know oh when you're like angry though when you're in the cinema yeah. and someone won't stop talking and you you don't want to say anything because you don't want to be a dick but your anger just rises as the film goes on. Fully, 100%. I told you, I told, to me. I told you earlier that we went to see A Quiet Place 2 and like an hour into it like this group of women just turned up. Literally an hour into the film. Yeah. Came right up the stairs. Me and Adam were sat at the back of the cinema right at the top of the stairs and they kept like there was about ten of them, and they all came up straight up the stairs towards us, mm-hmm. and they were like, "These are our seats." Yeah. And I was I was thinking to myself, if like Adam hadn't been there, I'd have been like, "Well, if you'd have got here an hour ago when the film started, love, yeah, you could have them." But we Adam was just like, "Let's just move." So we like yeah, moved to like one. Ben someone we moved before. to like the row in front, and it was like those, you know the, you know where they have like the section of chairs that are like premium chairs yeah. that are like leather and yeah. shit. It was those. So we just moved to those. <laughs> Fair enough. So we we technically got kind of like an upgrade. Yeah. Well, we were just in the sin- like literally ten minutes before the end of the film, a couple turned up with like a full, massive big popcorn and like drinks and just sat down and I was like, mate, 
you've literally missed this whole film. Like, there's ten minutes left. Like, you could, I don't understand why people would even do that. What is the point? I don't know. We, we got into the bit where, like, you know, you can tell it's about to be the end of the film because the plot's, like, all come together or whatever. Yeah. But it was just... Like, we got in there and there was, like, these group of lads and I was like, fuck, they're going to be in our film, Ben. And Ben was like, nah, they're going to see Space Jam 2. I was like, what's starting at the exact same time as our film? We're going to see Space Jam 2 later. Yeah, but they weren't going to see Space <laughs> Jam 2. So they come in the cinema, I was like, fucking hell, I knew it. And they were right behind us and I thought, oh. they're going to be such an issue. But <laughs> it wasn't them. It was the fucking two teenage girls sat there, oh. talk behind us, talking... The whole way through the adverts, and I just thought, this is the adverts, I can't really moan. Yeah. Hopefully they'll shut up. And then... I think I think the adverts is like, free game. Yeah. Do what you want in the adverts. Go to the toilet, get yeah. a drink, get a snack. Do do what you want. That's what but the adverts are for. it was pissing me off, because I could already... like They weren't even talking that loud, but the sound carried so well Ugh. that I was already I already knew, if they don't stop talking when the film starts, I'm just going to hear everything. And they just didn't fucking stop. And I'm like, why? Why? Why come to the cinema? <laughs> Why come to the cinema if you're just going to sit there and chat to your mate? You could have done that for free. At home. At home. So not only was it a shit film, yeah, but it was a shit crowd. Yeah. I didn't know. In, in all of the adverts, it doesn't really go into like the premise of the film, which is that the purge happens, and then I guess like white nationalists and like racists <laughs> are like, no, forever purge. You know What's what I mean? forever purge? They're just like, we're just going to purge forever. Oh. Stop us. Try and stop us. All oh, right, okay. So it's not the government saying it. And it's it's like this whole plot of like this these Mexico, this Mexican family trying to get away to Mexico because Mexico opens the borders with this huh? white family. Mexico's like, come in if you want, if you're trying to escape the purge, come to Mexico. Borders open for like six hours, come on in, unarmed sort of thing. Right. So they're all trying to get to Mexico, but like one of the guys was sort of a little bit racist at the start, and it's just <clears> like this whole story about how they're like working together to fight <laughs> the Nazis, and I'm like, so... So, so let me get this straight. It's just so like, like there was a bit where a late, like one of the racist ladies shot one of the Mexican men and then called him the B word. Not a... Oh, God. Yeah? Right. And I was just like, this is a lot. <laughs> and, like, it, it's just... It wasn't subtle at all. It was just like, Nazi's bad. But then, like, <laughs> the microaggressions at the start of the film, that can be overcome. That's not the real harm. Whereas in everyday life, I would say the microaggressions are pretty fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it wasn't very, like, subtle what, or well done. So what was the... Not that it was anything the, else... The premise of it, it was they were just trying to make it the purge forever. Yeah, and at the end of the film, they were like, they made it to Mexico, but like in America, the purge was still happening because that would really fuck up your next trip to Orlando, wouldn't it? Yeah, Florida would be fucked. <laughs> Florida's fucked anyway. But it, you I always hear like, like the craziest stories from America, and then you look into it, and it's like mm, that, that happened in Florida. Sure, sure. Let me see who made that film because I feel like it was a white man. Because to be honest, I feel like when. Films try and make a thing about racism, and it's it's just it, it wasn't well done. I don't think. Right. I just don't think it was. Because the first I the first know. purge film is like the family in the house, and it's like yeah, people are coming into. The I really house. don't like that one because I what's think the it's second boring. one? The election year, something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> purge, purge, anarchy, purge the remix, purge, <laughs> Roman Reloaded. <laughs> <laughs> who is this okay someone the the director was of the forever bird was Everardo Valerio Gout 
Who? Not Gout. Where's he from? Everardo. That sounds like an Italian name. I don't Isn't he know. Italian stallion? Oh, he's Mexican-American. Oh, well, so you know. I'm an idiot. <clears throat> I guess he knows more than me about racism towards Mexicans. <laughs> but I just didn't think that film was well done. Yeah, it was a shit film. Nice Shall I see what Rotten Tomatoes <clears throat> is saying? Shall I see if maybe everyone else just loved it? and I I doubt it. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. The Forever Purge. <laughs> Me and Ben just kept saying The Forever Purge every time we spoke about it. It's only got 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. I mean, it's better than 47. It, it says here it's predictable. It is predictable. It's just... Mm, I don't know. I assume I assume the, the Forever Purge doesn't become a thing. I don't know. And the Nazis get thwarted. No. That's oh. not what happened. Well, like... They do, by this one family who were trying to get to Mexico, but largely the purge is still happening Yeah. in America. That doesn't end. At the end of the film, it's just like, yeah, it's still happening. Yeah, that's who you get next year. Yeah. Right, okay. Because oh, me and Ben were like, do you think this will be the last one? I was like, no. Doubt it. It's the forever purge. <laughs> we'll it's get like, it forever. <laughs> have you seen the posters for Fast and Furious 9? Oh, my God. How can you have nine films of the same franchise, please? I, I say know. that when I'm a Pokemon stan and there's like 25. Ben was like to me the other day, why do good films never have sequels, but bad films always do? And I'm like, because they don't care about the film's integrity, they care about money. Whoa. I take great umbrage with that statement. There are plenty of good films that have sequels. No, I mean like when Toy it gets Story in- two. into a <laughs> franchise like Saw or something. Saw 2 is class. <laughs> Saw 3 is what class. What about Saw 8 though? No, like... What about it? What about it? <laughs> but yeah, that's my least favourite thing of the week. Forever Purge. This is the movie that you just left. Yeah. Okay, I don't. hated it. <laughs> my least favourite thing of this week has been my illness, I must say. <clears throat> Are we doing least favourite things Sleepless now? nights. <laughs> Sleepless nights, panic attacks, blowing my nose 24-7 at work. Oh my god, why don't you just call off work? Well, I've booked the day off today because we were supposed to be in Brighton. You cancelled on me? Why are you <laughs> using that tone? You and I were supposed to be in Brighton. Do you want me to pull the text up? And we're you cancelled on me? We're in the Midlands. That's your fault. You were like, I'm going to Ibiza with Adam, so fuck you, I ain't going to Brighton with you anymore. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I was Let- like... Oh. oh, that's a story for another day. <laughs> I'm going on a no, gay you- holiday. <laughs> By the way, your mum didn't know about I told you, mum, you're going to Ibiza on a gay holiday. Yeah, we hadn't decided. And we and only decided said, that day. Oh, I really hoped she would have been out of this gay thing by now. No, she didn't. <laughs> she said, she's probably said that about one of my other brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. No, but you and Ben were planning on going to Brighton of your own volition. Yeah. Tea or not tea. Tea. And then you invited me and Adam. So we were looking at coming around about the same weekend, which yeah. was this weekend. And then we saw, we hadn't booked anything, but you had. And then we saw this drag fest Ibiza thing. Adam really wants to go to Ibiza. And the only way he can get me to go is if it involves drag queens. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, we were looking. Adam was like, "I will literally, I will literally pay for us to go if not, if not, if you're on board." And I was like, "I'm on board." Okay. So then I texted you, and I was like, "Don't think we're going to come Brighton. We're going to go Ibiza in September instead." Yeah. And you were like, "Okay, work." I'm a bit jealous, but that's yeah. go for it. I mean, what am I going to say? Can- no, come to Brighton. <laughs> and then but- you cancelled Brighton, and I was like, I, "Why we- did she cancel?" I cancelled Brighton. Ben was so annoyed with me. He thought I cancelled Brighton because you weren't going, but I cancelled Brighton because I was stressed about money. And you pulling out as well, I was just like, well... I always pull out. It's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so... Anyway, so... But we went to Monkey Forest, so that was fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways, let's get on to our favourite tweets. <laughs> You're not going to tell us about the monkeys? There was monkeys. Okay. There was little baby Did you have monkeys. shit thrown at you? No. Why? Did I you invite I wore it? my banana earrings because I thought I could, like, smuggle... them. Yeah. Smuggle one in my backpack. Didn't work. Because they are just free to walk around. They're like, walk past you. Yeah, it's a monkey forest. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> all the people working there were like, move, the mail's coming through, everybody step back. I was like, move like it's World War Three. I'm, I'm a prefect. I'm you think I'm going to move for a man? <laughs> <laughs> Why should I? Why should I compromise? Yeah, exactly. Who said that? What was her name? I don't know. Eartha Kitt. Why should I? <laughs> I've got my favourite tweets. This one made me laugh out loud. It's a picture of someone getting texts and it's a message from the dog groomers and it says, hi, Dexter is dead. <laughs> and then, hi, Dexter is ready now. Sorry, stupid autocorrect. Oh, he had a great time. <laughs> Imagine getting a text from your groomer saying, hi, your dog's dead. I mean, it's ready. <laughs> I don't know. It just really tickled me when I saw it anyways. That is hilarious. Another one is, I wouldn't go to space even if I was invited because I know what's my business and what's not. By Space is not your business. Quaker Arena. If someone invited me to space, I feel like... I know what's my business and I know what's not and space is not my business. I feel business. like it's cool to go but then it's also like once you're there what do you do? You just, just float scream. about. Well you can't scream because no one will hear you. Well you can scream. You can't. Here's another Jody, one. Jodie, no one will at, hear you scream. At Brody Gupta tweeted don't call me honey and expect it to soften the fact that you shrunk the kids. <laughs> yeah I saw you retweet that the other day. And this is my last one. Someone by at Please find me a girlfriend. Tweeted, <laughs> tweeted, hey little gay people in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and someone replied, let me out your phone. And they replied, leave out the charger hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just love stupid Hey shit. little gay people in my phone. <laughs> Is that not funny? Yeah, <laughs> like you open Twitter and you're like, hey little funny. gay people in my phone. Um, one of my, one of my, I've got a couple. This oh, week I've got well. Pride nails, by the way. Do you like them? I love them. It's not Pride Month anymore. Yeah, but... they remind me of um, Rainbow by Kesha. Okay. <laughs> um, Shout somebody... out to uh, Nails Bab in Birmingham. Yes. Great. Sorry, carry on. Uh, uh, one of mine is a picture that says, "Breaking news: Leaning Tower of Pisa back to straight after the end of Pride Month." <laughs> <laughs> It's just like photoshopped back to normal. No, um, it is back to normal. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, another one comes from the staple of no context Brits, um, and it's one of those Royal Mail delivery card things. Yeah. And the post is written on it. Your top window was wide open, so I threw it in there, and it's like a picture of their window and like a package on their bed. That's iconic, isn't it? I would, I would love it that. if a postie yeah. did that to me, then drop Rather, it off to a neighbour. Yeah. 
Rather that than they'd be like, we tried to deliver to you, but, but I would, you won't help. I, lo- I also love the idea of walking past that house and seeing the post. You just, just lob it in the window. Um, <laughs> you were like, that was my mother's ashes. My ashes <laughs> oh my God, in the post. My ashes to glass ring, that was. It's broken now. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, another one is um, gays after they got the pick with their niece. And it's um, a video of gymnastics people. Variation of a can-can. <laughs> variation of a can-can. What are they saying? I don't know, something about the variation of a can-can. But it's like a, a video of two people just throwing a little girl in the air. <laughs> gays after they get the picture with their niece. Yeah. So you're saying that you want that gays like the picture, they're nice to the child for the picture, yeah. and then boot them And then away. as soon as the camera's down, they're like, go home. Yeah. Um... Guys do be like that. Another one is, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, England lost the Euros in the final. <laughs> no, never heard nothing. Do you know what? I literally made a passive-aggressive ass Instagram story about the football. I was oh like, gosh. I'm so sick of hearing about the fucking football. I do not give That doesn't seem passive-aggressive. That just seems aggressive. Yeah, it was. It was aimed at certain people, though, but I didn't tag them. I just hoped they'd see it and shut the fuck up. Oh my god, relax. I should have just unfollowed them. Um, my one, another one that I saw on Twitter says, RuPaul, one hour later, England, don't go anywhere. This season there's a game within a game. Do you want to play? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. I'm embarrassed by this country. Um, literally. Are you Me? not embarrassed? Too. Very embarrassed. Are you not embarrassed? I'm embarrassed. This is embarrassing. It's... Also, Ben was like, I was talking to Ben and I was like, I do want England to win because if not, the like domestic assault percentage rises. Well, it goes it? up if they win and it goes up if they lose. I so think it's... it goes up more if they lose. Well, though. yeah, it definitely goes up more so if I was they like, lose. That's the only reason I would want them to win. Yeah. So it doesn't go up as much. Yeah. <laughs> is that not <laughs> so like, we are, we do live in the purge, to be honest. Honestly, honestly, this world is crumbling before our eyes. I'm going to the one place. Oh, I saw a tweet that was like things that age badly, and it was that video of what's his face where he's like, "I'm going to the one place that hasn't been corrupted what's by capitalism." Face? Nigel Thornberry. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm going to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism." Space, but space now has been corrupted by capitalism. Trust so and believe. So it has been, it has aged poorly, and now I suppose I can't really use it. Richard, what's it? Richard Branson. Yeah. Visited for a short while, floating around with a pride pin. For yeah. what? For what? The case. Who, who's going to see it? Do you know what? The only person who should be allowed to wear a pride pin in space is Gaga. <laughs> When she going? Yeah. Exactly. I'm pretty sure the hashtag Gaga in space was like 2015. It was, and it's now 2021. You know what Love. I saw someone tweeting about that, and apparently someone died in like one of the test things. So she was like, "Yeet, yeet, I'm out. Forget that." <laughs> um, that would have been an iconic move, though. To be fair, fully and very, fully and very, fully and very. So, what's your favourite thing this week? Um, my favourite thing. It's, I, uh, honestly, I don't know. I haven't had many things to be happy <laughs> about. Sad life. I haven't had many things to be happy about this week. Uh, it was Adam's birthday. That was your favourite. On thing. what's it called? That your boyfriend's aging. <laughs> yeah, that my boyfriend is uh, getting closer and closer to death. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, but it was his birthday and he had a, a Lego or a Lego imitation of the Titanic that he was building last night. Yeah. Um, he got this wonderful Levi's jacket. Oh, where did you get that? <laughs> he went, uh, he opened it and he went, did you get this um, from where Jody works? I was like, no. No, I paid no. full price for them. I paid full, it definitely wasn't from an outlet <laughs> using my best friend's employee discount card. <laughs> Does he like it though? Yeah. It's a blue jacket and it's it's embroidered <clears throat> on the back saying, Use your voice! Use your voice! In uh, different colours. In, yeah, in rainbow colours. Uh, he also got a black jacket. He got lots, he got loads of good things. You got him a trunk, as if he's going to Hogwarts. I didn't get him a trunk. His sister got him a trunk. Ah. It's like a little wooden, it's like made of wood and like got the way faux you posted on the that on your story was if you bought it in because you were like, Do you like it? <laughs> no, as if you I, bought it for it. Did, I didn't put it on my story. I just texted it to you. I think. Oh yeah, you did. But I had um, I was gonna send it to his sister because she sent she, it was her gift. So is that where he's gone now? He got accepted to Hogwarts. He's yeah. he's gone. Yeah. But the suitcase, it's got it's like a, a <laughs> Imagine Adam doing spells in his fucking little deep ass voice. Vada Kedavra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> That's so funny. What else do they say? Alohomora. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's, Adam. He's going to listen to this and be like, bitch, what the fuck? I know. Is that loud? What the fuck? My Adam impression is so good. It is. <laughs> it is too good. It what is. were you. Because you had that coat in the boot of your car. And then you were at your nan's, so I asked you to take it to my mum's house, which was round the corner. Yeah. And then you texted me, and you were like, your mum's just given me a tour of her new house. It's really nice. And you were like, your mum's, like, chatting to me about how straight your boyfriend is. And I was like, yeah. I only asked you to drop off a jacket. I didn't. Yeah, but you know what your mum's like? As if I'm not, if I'm going to get away without yeah, having trust. a full... She's going to learn every detail of what's going on in my life right now. And did she? Yeah. Did she, she, did. Did she, she knows me better it? than I know myself now. <laughs> you know what? I believe you from now, Julie. <laughs> but okay, my favourite thing. Last time we spoke, when I left, I was going to watch In the Heights with my sister. Yes, I vividly recall. We drove to fucking. Why did you go and Stafford? see it in Stafford? Because it was the Odeon Lux, and we wanted the big fancy chairs. And what was the what was the audience like in that cinema? Well, let me tell you. We got to Stafford. They said we're sold out. <laughs> Did you not buy tickets pre no, before you got there? No. Bitch, what the fuck? No. And I was like, I just drove here so fast. We were already late. But I was like, it's alright, the adverts will be on. And then You're those people. You're that girl I knew. I'm you not were. normally, but our podcast ran over, didn't it? Yeah. It <laughs> yes, it did. So <laughs> and then we looked on my phone and there was one there was a show in the Cineworld at Wolverhampton. So we went back to mine for a bit, charged our phones, and then went and watched it at Wolverhampton. And I cried three times. Oh, yeah. And now I am, I have the, you know... The You've been shaking on. it for every man up in the heights. That's not how it goes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> how does it go? I like the confidence, though. It's Navi all night, you barely even danced with me. Don't make me laugh, I've been crying. Trying all night, you've been shaking your ass for like half of the heights. Yeah. Real nice. Yeah, it's really good. So, it was really good. I did, I did cry three times. And the purge, I cried nine times. <laughs> <laughs> but objectively, is it a good film? I think so. You would, though. That's why I said objectively. 
you've seen the first eight minutes, haven't you? Yeah, and I didn't enjoy them as much as you did. But it, objectively, it was good, wasn't it? As as eight minutes of films go, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was, re- and I don't know. I as the first eight minutes of a film can be, yeah, it was alright. I enjoyed it as well because although it's a musical, so it's not really that true to life. I also enjoy recently watching films that aren't about white people. Hmm. I can understand that. Speaking of which, the Candyman, but Jordan Peele's remaking Candyman. Right. Oh my god, I'm going to shit myself. Is Jordan Peele the one that did? Yeah. Ma. No. What Ma? <laughs> <laughs> he did Us and Get Out. All oh, right. Okay. Two What's films it? which are fantastic. Yes, they are. I love that man, and the fact that he makes horrors is just like because horror is probably my favourite genre. Is Jordan Peele a man of colour? Yeah, he's black. Okay, I didn't know. I've never, I don't know what he looks like. You think a white man <clears throat> may get out? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. He's like, yes, white yes. people are evil. Yes, we are. Um, yeah, I'm really excited we to go are. and watch it. <laughs> I think we're going to go and watch. I know Brett's interested. Are you interested? In Candyman? Um, maybe when it comes out. So good. When's it out? I think it comes out like the end of the month. Perhaps. I want to go to a cinema where it's just me in there and no other teenagers who are like... Say it again louder for those in the back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Fucking hell, I hate people. Why go? It's like the one rule of the cinema. Shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down. You know when something happens and your blood is just boiling but there's nothing you can do and it's so stupid that, but you feel like you could snap at any moment. Yeah. You feel, especially when I'm watching The Purge where everyone's just beating the shit out of each other. I feel like turning around and like <laughs> Joining them. in. Yeah. I was just like, shut Sorry, I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> but I'm not a shusher. I don't want to be a Karen ever. No, me neither. So, but I, 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 I feel like I could be a shusher. Ben's a shusher. I'm not. A, I know. I take that back. I'm not a shusher. I'm. I'm a. I'm like a pointer outer. So I'll be like, oh, can you believe how loud those people are talking behind us? Oh, that's so disruptive to the film. That's really funny, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Ben. Ben shush people, but I don't think shushing always works. I think that just hypes them up to piss you off more. Yeah, it you know definitely I mean? does. Like they're not going to be like, oh, sorry, because if they're talking in the first place, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, and if some, li- it, well, I imagine if Ben. Because Ben's quite an intimidating guy, if you don't know him. Yeah. Um, if Ben turned around and was like, shush, <laughs> <laughs> you'd want to wind him up even more. But I don't know. I just don't like being that Karen who's like, shut up. But then also I'm like, this is a so, this why is a, would you come to the cinema and talk? This is a, uh, a public service announcement from the So True Bestie podcast. Next time you go to the cinema, make sure your phone is in aeroplane mode. Um, shut the fuck up. The, the couple that come in five minutes before the end were like on Snapchat and everything. And if I'm you need a like, wee, hold it. Piss yourself. <laughs> if you need a drink, should have got one before you also, came in. in. There's so much preparation that goes into going to the cinema. Not only is it expensive, there's a lot of admin that goes into going. <laughs> <laughs> also, in the light, because we went to the light in Warsaw. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to go through that. It's a nice cinema. <laughs> um, one of. Basically, I don't know why, but our film didn't have that thing on the screen where it's like, turn your phone off, the film is starting. An attendant came in after the advert. Oh, yeah. And said, I hate that. But this attendant, I think, had like autism or something where like he was just like really, he wasn't acting quote unquote normally. You know what I mean? Like, what, you know, how we would socially. What am I trying to say? Like, I don't know. What are you The normal to... way of communicating. Like, he was really like. 
over the top and like yeah, doing well, like arm movements and stuff. That's how they do it for the film because it's like I don't know they do no, it like he was theme. Not, it wasn't like a thing where he was like it was just an attendant who was really confident in his job. It was like I think because I saw him outside the cinema when we came out and the way he was walking, it was like he was. I think he just had like learning difficulties or something or like you know what I mean when someone's just acting like not socially normal right okay I'm not I'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't sound like I'm being you know I know what you're, I know, I know what you're getting at, but at the light cinema in Warsaw, yeah. after the adverts, there is always an attendant. If it's like a scary film, they'll come in and they'll go, Hello, the light! Welcome to this horror show! Ha, 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 ha. Is that real? Make sure you turn your phone off before the ghoulies get to you. Is that true? Yeah, they're like mad for it. Oh, okay, maybe you didn't have learning difficulties <laughs> <laughs> I really thought he did after he left after we left the cinema I saw him walking because I thought maybe it's just a bit and like they tell they him always to do, do a that. bit but when I left the cinema he was walking down the hall like but he also could be just on the spectrum yeah he was walking down the hall like swinging his arms back and forth really high and like going side to side as if it was just someone who had a learning difficulty. He was just excited difficulty. to be at work. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, when that happened, I thought, I assumed he had a learning difficulty. And everyone was, like, laughing at him. Yeah. So I was like, that's fucked up. It's like you're all laughing at him. Yeah. But, I mean, that's part of the job. Maybe he Do you gets... know what? Maybe I'm the ignorant one for thinking he had a learning difficulty. No, but they, they do do that sort of over-the-top announcement at the start of all the films. It just didn't feel like a bit. It felt like that was just how... His character. Yeah. Mm. I don't know though. Maybe it was just a bit, and he's just really good and a really gifted actor. <laughs> maybe he was you a, should be in the film. Maybe buddy. he was hoping there was like a director in the audience who'd be like, <laughs> "You, what's your name?" <laughs> and he'd be like, "Shh, <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards." Yeah, but yeah, that enjoy. Awful. <laughs> I'm just really excited that horror films are starting to come back out now because and you're I allowed to go and see them. In- I'm a horror hoe. Oh. I don't, when's it's the pronounced best? Joe. <laughs> My phone does also correct ho to Joe. You know? So does mine. I, when's the best film? Everyone f- film. When's the best time? Everyone give me tips to go and see a horror film. When and where will it be the emptiest? Where there's no teenagers? Um, probably on your own in the morning. Have you ever been to the cinema on your own? I don't think I have. It is wonderful. I nearly went to see in the Heights on my own, but it's came with me in the end. So I've I was been just that determined. I've been to see. Uh, I went to see A Star Is Born on my own. But you see films that people don't go in, like you know, like lads, 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 or like teenagers. Like they love a horror film. They'll just yeah, sit and I talk went to, shit I went, through it. But they're not going to go and see A Star Is Born. No, or, like, but I went to see that. Heights. I went to see that um, scary stories to tell in the dark on my own, and that was full of like fifteen-year-olds. Were they talking? Like yeah. It? But when I went to see, I went to see A Star Is Born on my own. And it was full of like, cup like middle-aged women who had like dragged their husbands. Yeah, that's the kind of audience you want. And in in the you darkness, you want the Karens in yeah, that. Yeah, in the darkness, you could hear like the women being like, <laughs> just like crying. Is it like, a sad? Fi- I've literally never seen. Yeah, it's stars. very sad. I, st- I started it on the plane to Florida, and I literally got bored and turned it off. It's so sad. But like, you could hear. <laughs> Tell them, me something. Girl. You can hear them crying in the dark, and then I was like, what the. Why are they crying? And then, like ten minutes later, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> now I know why they're crying." I was literally in in the heights, and I said, "Look over and be like, are you okay?'" And I'll just be there, like tears streaming down. My I'm head. okay. <laughs> no, 
Madeline got me again. Like that one time when James ate an edible and you were like, James, are you okay? <gasps> that was so funny. James turned his head to me in slow motion and, and just shook his head. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he's deep. You know that TikTok where he's like, dude, are you high? And he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. <laughs> that was James right then. Right then. Right then. So yeah. That's so yeah. In the Heights is my favourite fi- thing this week. Purge is my least favourite thing. I'm also reading a book called Men Who Hate Women by Laura oh, Bates. Or men. It's actually about incels. Right. And like alt-right and like men's rights activists and stuff like that. I saw I saw a TikTok the other day. This girl was on about some sort of scientific psychological study. Um, and she was like, when... There's a part of your brain that when you see another person sort of lights up and recognises them as a person with feelings and emotions and how to react to that person. And if you look at, say, like a mug or a hat or like a set of keys, that part of your brain doesn't activate. And, and she for was, sexist men. She, yeah, and she was like, in some men, they would show her like pictures of a, like women yeah. and the brain would light up. But then if that woman in any way had like, a cleavage showing mm-hmm. if she had like a skirt on that was a like a mini skirt that brain that that part of the brain wouldn't light up yeah. so it, I've it, heard she that was before. she was like these men literally don't see women as people as things that are alive yeah which is like what the fuck <laughs> what bitch what the fuck honestly do you know what being a woman <laughs> Yeah, tell me, tell me about it. It's kind of scary, you know. <laughs> it's, it's hard out here for a hoe. It really, it really do. Um, but beaver doobie. Shall we move on to the the bulk of the episode? What, shall we? What's the bulk of the? We haven't got a plan today. No, we haven't got a plan. But you said let's have a catch up. Yeah, let's have a catch up. But I also wanted to um talk to. You. I saw a um a video about this chap called um Israel Keys. Why do I know that name? Because Israel Keyes was an American serial killer, rapist, arsonist, burglar, and bank robber. I said to you, let's do a true crime episode. You said, no, let's catch up. I said, okay, okay. And then you said, "Um, actually, let's talk about Israel Keyes. Well, I I was just really, like, interested in this, well... You did text me and be like, does this one I've found out about that's kind of crazy? And I was like, Well, I just wanted, I just know that you, like... Murderers. I don't like murderers. You love a murder. I am a criminology student and, and I endeavour to understand what motivates <laughs> I'm doing my Leah's old woman that's, voice. That's that's Leah's impression of Tabitha. Yeah. No, Tabitha's Tabitha's this. <laughs> I'm doing her old lady voice. Yeah. You but you are Jodie Carvel and you'd love crime. I don't love crime. I love crime. <laughs> <laughs> I fear crime. Women fear me, fish want me. <laughs> um, but I saw this, I was reading about this Israel Keys, and I was like, I wonder if Jodie knows about him. Can I just say also, all crime is because of capitalism. <laughs> yeah? You, no, it's not. Yes, it is. I feel like crime existed before capitalism There was did. no crime before capitalism. What are you on about? Of course there was. <laughs> no, what about, honestly. What about capital crime? I subscribe to ultra-realism, which says that capitalism has made us all horrible people. It's true. It has. So... I believe that. But crime definitely existed before capitalism. I'm a communist. <laughs> you're a commie. I say to Ben all the time, I'm a communist. He's like, you're a socialist. I'm like, I'm a commie! <laughs> <laughs> 
I believe you as well. I, I honestly <clears throat> don't know if it, that's an offensive thing to say, is it? To say you're a communist. I don't know. Because I, I feel like there's either. a lot of things going on in like Cuba right now. And I shouldn't be running my mouth about Why Cuba. Cuba? Isn't there something going on in Cuba? I don't know. I know South Africa's on fire. Oh my god. <laughs> the world is literally this burning. This is literally the The purge. ocean is on fire. <laughs> I'm, I'm not actually a communist. That was a joke. For legal reasons, that was a joke. And also, I just don't understand anything past the face value of the of what the word means. So, yeah. don't so. listen to me, actually. <laughs> I'm a virgin. Ow! <laughs> I didn't hit you, for clarification. He did. <laughs> okay, so tell me about Israel Keys. Let me see the picture of you. Fit or not? Smash or pass, Israel Keys. <laughs> Smash him into a fucking... Slog, marry, kill. Israel Keys, Jeffrey Dahmer. The Candyman. Marry the Candyman. For all that candy. Yeah. You ain't never gonna get this candy. He's got a dump truck. <laughs> oh my god. Um, who are the other two? Israel Jeffrey Keys. Dahmer. And Israel Keys. I don't know what Israel Keys has done yet. So... He's a serial killer, rapist, arsonist, burglar and bank robber. I would nice guy. kill Jeffrey Dahmer because he's gay. That is. Jodie, I know it's not Pride Month <laughs> anymore. No, but he wouldn't shag me. Okay. You know what I mean? That's the logic, not because I'm a homophobe. He would drill which a, I am. He would drill a <laughs> hole in your head and fill, fill it with bleach. Oh. Anyway. To be honest, I think I would welcome that at this point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Israel Keys. He was born in Utah to a large Mormon family. I feel like... Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting him to be white. Is that racist of me? Um, No. I don't think that's racist of you. His name's Israel. Yeah. And he's a white man. Um, I'm going to read it from the... But cr- is that a Mormon thing? Like- Maybe. Because Mor- Mormonism's like deep Christian- Christianity, isn't it? But basically. But I'm going to read it this from... This podcast is just me showing how stupid I am. I'm going to read it from the Criminal Minds wiki instead of Wikipedia. Criminal because... Minds? Like the show Criminal Minds? Um, Yeah. Sure, why not? No, because if it's the show, then it might be about an episode of Criminal Minds. It says real criminal. Uh, yeah, but was he in an episode or something? He might have been referenced. I don't know. I feel like this is just going to be about him in the okay, show. Okay, well, I'll read it from the Wikipedia then. Go on Murderpedia. I don't know what that is. Type in Murderpedia. Murderpedia. Oh my god. The Encyclopedia <laughs> of Murderers. Bitch, what the fuck? Who updates this? How um, do I get on it? Me. Actually, I own this website. <laughs> is he on there? Irvin, Iqbal, Ingram, Iglis, Ignacio. No. Keys, comma, Israel is what we want. I'm Shay Karma Carly. <laughs> Honestly, that four four and a half hour video was really good. It's called I Binged I Carly. If anyone cares. I know no one else is gonna watch it. Um he's not on here, love. Okay, forget it then. He's not on here. Um he was born in Utah to a large Mormon family. Utah's like Mormon centric. Yeah. Because of like have you seen Real Housewives? Of Utah County. No, are they all Mormons? I'm pretty sure they are. There's a there's one in Utah where they're all like Mormons on Real Housewives. That's kind of um, a conic. Also, Mormons are a big part of the MLM community. Anyway, sort of <laughs> um, he can which converted from the faith when he was between the ages of three and five, and instead turned to a, a radical form of fundamentalist Christianity. 
that he later described as militia-like and Amish. He was the second of ten children born to Heidi Keyes and John Jeffrey Keyes. Israel and his siblings were homeschooled. Mm-hmm. Christian homeschooled child. Red flag number one. <laughs> exactly. When Keyes was five, they deconverted from Mormonism and Keyes' family moved to an area near Colville, Washington, where they lived in a one-room cabin without electricity or running water. In Cove- How is um, Make America Great Again? Mm-hmm. But we live in shacks without m- running water or electricity. Mm-hmm. Like, America is so third world to me. <laughs> don't you think? America is... Parts of America I know I are keep so saying like... this, but capitalism is a disease. <laughs> in Coville, the, Amer- the family attended services at two churches... Uh, which practised white supremacist Christian identity ideology and befriended the neighbouring family of white supremacist and convicted murderer Chivi Kehoe. So, if you're a white supremacist, why would you call yourself Israel? Uh, I don't think he called himself that, Jodie. Why did you call yourself Jodie? But he could change his name. He could, but he's a serial killer. He's got bigger things going on. Have I just been really sheepy? Is is Israel like a Christian name as well? Well, it's it's probably in the Bible. Okay. Soul. <laughs> because Christianity just comes from Judaism. I'm Google it? if it's a Mormon name. Carry on. Uh, Keyes renounced the Christian faith by his teenage years and eventually became interested in Satanism. What ah. a leap. Keyes is known to have lived in the Makar Reservation community. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, of nearby Washington on the Olympic Peninsula. Uh, he served in the United States Army um, from 1998 to 2001. Um, his army friends noted his quiet demeanour and habit of keeping to himself on weekends he was reported to drink heavily consuming entire bottles of his favourite drink wild turkey bourbon Keyes was also a fan of the hip hop duo Insane Clown Posse oh my god have you seen Insane Clown Posse with their black and white makeup Yeah. that shit is scary I think um, when I was reading one of John Ronson's books, he like hung out with them for a little bit. Who? John Ronson, the guy who wrote the psychopath test and the oh, right, okay. stare at ghosts. Ghosts. Uh, ghosts. In 2000... Also, before you carry on, I yeah. just found out that Israel is a Mormon name. It says the the name Israel, Hebrew for God rules or God shines, has two particularly particularly I can't say that word. Particularly. <laughs> Distinctive modern applications to Latter-day Saints, which Latter-day Saints is Mormon, isn't yeah. it? First, it refers to members of the church. Second, it points to modern descendants of ancient Israelite stock, who, because of God's fidelity to ancient covenants made with their forebears, are to become recipients of his blessings in the latter days. So there you go. I just didn't know that that was a Mormon name. Well, the more you know. You learn something new every day, don't you? I also feel like when we listen to this episode back, it's going to sound like... Like, my nose is just full. It like, is. You know what I mean? I feel like I don't sound very well. <laughs> you don't. Uh, in 2007, Keyes... And next week I'll sound like that. <laughs> yeah. In 2007, Keyes started a construction business in Alaska. I don't know, but Alaska. Alaska. Uh, Keyes Construction, working as a handyman contractor and construction worker. Right. So he's a white <clears throat> supremacist. Let's just catch up. Because that's a lot of information. He's a, He was born Mormon, converted to... Uh, white supremacist Christianity. Yeah. And then uh, 
renounced all of that and became a Satanist. But is he a racist Satanist? Well, he's a white supremacist. He was you raised. You just renounced, said he renounced all of it, but not the white supremacy. Well, he was raised with white supremacy ideology, so I imagine part of that is in his personality somewhere. Yeah. Um, Keys targeted random people across the United States to avoid detection with months of planning before he did something. He specifically went for campgrounds, isolated locations. He only used guns when he had to and preferred strangulation as he liked to see them suffer. He also made a rule to himself forbidding children or anyone with children because he has his own daughter. He made a rule he not wouldn't, to kill people with daughters. He, would, he wouldn't kill children and he wouldn't kill anyone he knew had children because he, he had a daughter of his own. Not a nice guy. Nice to see he's got some morals. Yeah, some also, morals. can I just say, Satanism is like a thing, and it's not like a bad religion, is it? What, Mormonism? Satanism. Oh, Satanism. Oh, I have no Leah's idea. Leah's boyfriends are Satanists. Right. That Church of Satan thing. Right. They're just like, God's not real, but that's it, I think. Well, isn't They're that... like, you're your own God or whatever. I, no. I genuinely have no idea. I don't think they're like, kill everyone, you know what I mean? I think they're just like there to piss other religions off, to be yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably their main If crux. you go on their Twitter, it's just them being like, God's not real, Yeah, literally. Keyes admitted to investigators he had killed four people in Washington, claims that he was a subject of an active investigation by state police and the Federal Bureau of Investigation, he did not have a felony criminal record in Washington, although he had been cited for driving without a license and in earlier incident pleaded guilty to driving under the influence. Authorities were reviewing unsolved murder and missing persons cases to determine which, if any, may be linked to Keyes. Uh, he confessed to at least one murder in New York State in late 2012. Authorities had not determined the identity, age or gender of the victim or when the murder may have occurred but regarded the confession as credible. So uh, they've got nobody, don't know who it was, yeah. don't know how old they were, don't know where it happened or how, but they're like, okay, we believe you. Yeah. Um, Keyes had ties to New York. He owned 10 acres of a dilapidated cabin in, in the town of Constable. He also confessed to committing bank robberies in New York and Texas. Um, Why would you admit that? Because it, I don't know. He's like, He's a so random, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> Authorities claim Keyes may have killed a woman in April 2009 in New Jersey and buried her near Tupper Lake in New York. He also admitted to killing Bill and Lorraine Courier of Essex, Vermont. Keyes Not broke... Essex. Essex, love. He also admitted to killing Bill and Lorraine. You know Bill and Lorraine from <laughs> Bill and Ricky? <laughs> Keyes broke into Courier's home on the night of June 8th, 2011, tied them up before driving them to an abandoned farmhouse where he shot Bill before sexually assaulting and strangling Lorraine. Their bodies have never been found. For what? For Was his... that just his like, thing? Just because. So it wasn't like money motivated? No, or... he, he just liked just, like, killing. He was just like, eh. Yeah. Uh, Keyes' last known victim was 18-year-old Samantha Koenig, coffee booth employee in Anchorage, Alaska. Keyes kidnapped Koenig from her workplace on February the 1st, 2012, took her debit card and other property, sexually assaulted her, then killed her the following day. He left her body in a shed and went to New Orleans, where he departed on a pre-booked two-week cruise with his family in the Gulf of Mexico. Why? He killed her, left her in a shed, and then went on a two-week cruise to Mexico. I think I've 
is this the girl that he took from the coffee shop late at night and then he asked for a ransom yeah and he took a picture of her when she was still she was when dead. she was dead but he sewed her eyes open yeah i do know this one yeah. He returned to Alaska, removed her body from the shed, applied makeup, sewed her eyes open with fishing wine, fishing line, sorry, and snapped a picture of a four-day-old issue of Anchorage News Daily next to her body, posed to appear that she was still alive, demanding $30,000 in ransom, keys dismembered Koenig's body and disposed of it in Matanuska Lake. Picture. Have you seen the picture? No, I don't want to. She's just there like... <laughs> Uh, an FBI report stated that Keyes burglarised 20 to 30 homes across the US, robbed several banks, and may be linked to as many as 11 deaths. That's why I know that name, because I swear, I watch YouTube videos of, like, creepy shit. Yeah. Like, there's one, a series by Rainbot called Our Disturbing World, and it's, like, stories from around the world that are fucked up, and that was one of them, that he stole her from the coffee pot that she was working on at night on her own said that she was held for ransom, took that picture of her, making out she was still alive. Yeah. And he sewed her eyes open. Yeah, with fishing line. Fucking and then, vile. And then dismembered her whole body and chucked it in a lake. He didn't even like turn up for the money either, did he? Uh, psycho. He was like, actually, I'm good. Well, actually, I'm an empath, so... <laughs> Uh, after her murder, Keyes demanded ransom money. Police were able to track withdrawals from the account as he moved throughout the southwestern US. During that time, in a controversial move, the police refused to re- release surveillance video of her abduction. Keyes yeah. was arrested by Texas Highway Patrol uh, in the parking lot of Cotton Patch Cafe in Lufkin, Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the crimes. Truly. Uh, after he had again used her credit debit card, which had been traced from New Mexico and Arizona. Men are so stupid. <laughs> well. Let, oh, do let, you know what happened? Go on. I know a part of this case. He said to her, I want your debit card. She said, my debit card is at home. My boyfriend's there. It's in my car. So he pulled up to her house, left her in the trunk and went to go and get her debit card out the car her boyfriend heard something come outside so israel left and her boyfriend called the police but he'd gone by then well so he pulled up to her boyfriend's house with her in the boot yeah and tried to get a debit card out the car um where was i uh keys um was subsequently extradited to alaska where he confessed to the murder uh he was indicted in the case and his trial was scheduled to begin in march 2013 on Wednesday, May 23rd, 2012, Keyes attempted to escape during a routine hearing. He broke his leg irons, jumped over the railing, but a taser was used and uh, they got him back. Uh, he was held in jail on suspicion of murder. Uh, the officers failed to retrieve a razor from him and Keyes died by suicide on December 2nd, 2012. Self-inflicted mm. wrist cuts and attempted strangulation. A suicide note found under his he body... He tried to strangle himself? Yeah. A suicide <laughs> note found under his body consisted of an ode to murder, but offered no clues about possible victims. So basically, he was... Before he killed himself, he did um, 11 dra- drawings of 11 skulls and a, pen- his own and a pentagram in his own blood. Do you know why I know this? Because I watched that YouTube video. <laughs> well, they, and then the FBI... The FBI um, the FBI released the drawings of 11 skulls, one pentagram, um, 
one of the drawings included the phrase "We are one" written in the bo- written at the bottom. Mm-hmm. The FBI believes the number of schools correlates to the number of his victims. However, mm-hmm. there is a conspiracy theory that the eleven schools represent eleven other serial killers that he's tied to, who operate in the same way. Seems far fetched. Well, this woman, I saw this conspiracy theory video of this lady, and she was saying like. He wanted to get caught. That's why he went for that girl's debit card. So he could get caught. I don't believe that. He wanted he wanted to get himself caught. So Knowing... he could expose the other <laughs> the other serial killers that he was linked to. Knowing minimal facts, I don't believe it. <laughs> knowing what I knowing what I've heard about this case in the last twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I I just think if you wanted to get found out or if you wanted to tell about other serial killers, he would have done it. He wouldn't have just been like Oh, I'll leave these clues. Well, you never know what... This isn't Scooby-Doo. Are... Well, it is. <laughs> it is a little bit. Also, what a loser. Yeah, what a loser. If I was a police, I'd put them in the bin. What, the drawings? Yeah. I don't think you're allowed. It's probably evidence. For what? For, I don't know. For nothing. What was that? Bin. <laughs> Straight in the bin. But like, this is bad. <laughs> oh, her name's... You're not um... very good at art, are you? These drawings are absolutely rubbish. What did you get in your... It's not worth the paper it's drawn on. <laughs> um, I also want to talk to you about um, another case. So what did you think of Israel Keys? I think he's a loser. He's a serial killer, arsonist, bank robber, murderer. He's a boring loser. He's a boring loser with no life, but now he's dead. Yeah. You're dead, Potter. Your parents are dead. Good riddance. Um, On a scale of um, one to ten, as murder cases go. I think... Do you give it a toot or a boot? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's one of the most interesting. I think he's an idiot. I think the thing with the eye, sewing her eyes open, is like the most interesting thing because it's kind of like gross and like, you know, weird. But apart from that, I just think he's really boring. What, as a person? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just like, there's nothing that you're like, oh, that's interesting. You just like, I don't, do you know what I mean? Um, Other serial killers, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. It's not that you're supposed to like serial killers, obviously you don't, but he just... Some people do. Well, some people do. But he's just like, when it comes to like how interesting they are, I just think he's he's a boring loser. (laughs) He he targeted people in like campgrounds, isolated locations. He would visit those locations like months in advance Mm -hmm. and he would sometimes bury like a murder kit that he would then sort of go back to. Yeah, I saw that in the video. Um, So he did like a lot of planning. So it's like none of his killings were sort of Random. They were all premeditated. He thought about them. Yeah. It just happened that the victims were all people in the wrong place at the wrong time. But were they all women? I don't know. I don't think so. But well, a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the people that he confessed killer? to killing have never been found. It could just be a fucking liar. When are you going to bring a serial killer to the show who is a woman who kills men? Karina Smith. Is that what you've bought? That's what I've brought. Because I was also going to say, Jodie Arias, that's a really interesting case. Have you ever heard of Karina Smith? Have you ever heard of Jodie Arias? No. I bet 
you? No. Joe, honestly, I need to tell you about that. It's crazy. Okay, well, let me tell you about Karina Smith. Okay. Um, Karina Smith. There's no, like, Wikipedia case about her. Um, it's just, like, news articles. Um, this comes from Oxygen.com. A UK woman has been sentenced to life in prison for killing her husband by throwing a boiling pot of water on him as he slept. Good. <laughs> Kate, keep gaslight girl boss. Yeah. What is it? I don't know what the it is. Boss. <laughs> the female boss. Karina Smith, 59, received the sentence after a guilty uh, after a jury found her guilty of murdering her 81-year-old husband. Oh, that's sad. Um, according to the statement from the Cheshire Constabulary. Why did she do it? According to the authorities, in the early morn in the early morning hours of July fourteenth, twenty twenty, Smith filled a bucket from her garden with boiling water, mixed it with more than six pounds of sugar before pouring the scald because it's sticky when it's hot. She boiled she boiled sugar water, poured it on him so that when it was cooling, it was like sh- like hot sugar on him. Oh. That would stick to his skin. That's sadistic. Bro. She she filled a bucket from her garden with boiling uh, water, mixed it with six pounds of sugar before bo- pouring the scalding substance ah! over her husband's arms and torsos as he slept. That's horrific. Please. After pouring the water on him, she left the home, uh, went to a neighbour's house about nine doors away, um, went to a neighbour's house and told him I've hurt him really bad. What think, was he doing? I think I've killed him. She just went to her neighbour. But, like, he must have been, like, screaming and, like... Yeah, she just left. The ha- she poured it on him and left. And he didn't do anything. He Bain, just died. Well, the guy, the neighbour, was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Went over to the house and found the husband, like, rolling on the floor in pain. Mm-hmm. Covered in sticky, mm-hmm. boiling hot shit. Mm-hmm. Bane suffered th- burns to 36% of his body. Officers found him in excruciating pain and whimpering in bed. The skin on his right arm and hand peeling off. Ah, <coughs> he initially survived and was listed in stable condition at the hospital, but died the next month after his condition deteriorated. Investigators said she killed her husband after hearing a rumour that she believed to be true the day before the attack. Smith's daughter had allegedly told her her husband had committed sexual abuse against his children for many years. Mm. The abuse allegations included claims that Baines had sexually abused the couple's son, who committed suicide in 2007 at the age of 25. Mm -hmm. He had been troubled before his death and had been to prison for serious assault, Mm -hmm. Judge Amanda Yip said during the sentence. Before his death, Craig allegedly told his mother that he had been attacked by a paedophile who touched him sexually. Yip said that regardless of what Smith believed her husband had done, it did not justify her taking his life. Your actions cannot begin to be justified whether you believe your husband... Whatever you believed your husband had done. Yeah. You have taken Mr. Bain's life and caused terrible grief and shock for the children and those who loved him. Yeah. Her actions also prevented anyone from investigating the allegations mm-hmm. to determine whether or not they were true. Mm-hmm. Detective Chief Inspector Paul Hughes of the Cheshire Constabulary Major Crimes Unit called the savage death painful and cruel. To throw boiling water over someone when they're asleep is absolutely horrific, according to the statements uh, from authorities. To mix three bags of sugar with the water showed determination and she I was had caused just serious about harm. To say, it's not like it's even like an emotional thing where you snap in the moment. To do that much prep 
and well, she's been put served... sugar in it. That's not an emotional... She's required to serve a minimum of 12 years. But it's not an emotional, like, in-the-moment reaction. That's, like... Premeditated. For it to be first-degree murder, there has to be something called malice aforethought. Right. That's definitely malice aforethought. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she... She was married to her husband, and then had, her daughter had come to her and said, Mum, when we were kids, Dad used to, like, molest us. Yeah. So she was like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. thinking about it for, like, a day or two. And then she just... Apparently, she had sort of said that she'd snap... Like, she just... But like, when you snap, I feel like it's a momentary thing where you're just like, ah, you're not yeah. like... Let me snap no, but she, and do all this preparation. I think she had said at some point as well, I can't find it here, but she said something like that the hours became seconds and it just it just flew by. She just did it on impulse. Like, she had heard about the disgusting things her husband had allegedly done mm-hmm. that obviously now can't go inve- can't be investigated because mm-hmm. he's dead. Um, but she had heard that her husband had been like molesting her children and that's why her son killed himself. Mm-hmm. Her son had said, I was molested by a paedophile, attacked mm-hmm. by a paedophile, but, like, didn't say who. And now her, she's found out that it's her husband, so she's, allegedly. like... Allegedly. So now she's, like, you know what? Fuck you, Mr. Baines. Yeah. So she's boiled this pot of water, filled it with sugar, and chucked it on him Sadistic. while he was asleep. Um, Bitch! I can't really comment, because I don't know if he's a paedophile or not. Well, say for argument's sake, say he is. Girl boss. Girl boss. Girl boss gaslight gatekeep. In that book I'm reading, Men Who Hate Women, they were talking. She was talking about how men's right activists hold up this one case of this lady who chopped her husband's penis off. Lenora Bobbitt. Yeah. Love her. And they were like, you know, women are just as violent as men. But it came out. It it's actually the truth that he'd been like. Physically yeah. and emotionally and sexually abusing yeah. a female. He was a like, bastard. And I'm like, girl and he deserved boss, it. cut that penis off. Trust. What a girl boss. Seriously. That's like the ultimate move, that yeah. is. Oh, I also... Literally demas... What, de- what's the word? Emasculating. Yeah. But like, because that, that, that was like only last year that yeah. she did that. So that was quite a recent one. But I was like, go on. Mm-hmm. Karina, you do that. Yeah, but what if you wasn't? But why would her daughter... Have... There's been a terrible why would mistake. You, why would her daughter say it was? I don't know. I don't do know, know anything I mean? about the case, so I cannot really comment. No, but I was just like, you better work, bitch. I really want to tell you about Jodie Aris, but it's quite a long case, so I don't know if I've got time. Oh, well, I mean, we're just over an hour in. You can summarise it if you want. Or maybe I should save it for when we do another true crime off, because I think we should do that. Yeah. Don't look into her. Okay, I, I, I kind of remember her name. Um, but I saw um, you speaking about, like, women who <laughs> emasculate men. <laughs> Just! Oh. Um, I was, before you came over, I saw a TikTok as well. This girl, and um, she was, like, recording a breakup. And um, she, she was, like, she had her phone, like, propped up behind, like, a drink yeah. thing. So her boyfriend couldn't see it. Yeah. And um, she was, like... I know what you've been doing. I know about it. So I want you to leave. Yeah. And he was he didn't he didn't even like uh, like argue. He was like oh okay. Um I've just opened something. Okay. I've just opened like a news thing and now it won't close. 
um, and it's in the way. <laughs> uh, I've got it to go. Um, but she was like, I know what you've been doing, so I want you to leave. And he was like, just he just was silent. He was just like two. And she was like, what do you think I'm angry about? What do you think? Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, um, well... I, I, I guess, I, well, I, I, I guess it could be the nudes on Snapchat. And she's like, the nudes on Snapchat, you guess, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, he's, she's like, he, he's like, oh, but I've got, nowhere, I've got nowhere to go. Yeah. Like, she's like, well, you're going to have to call your mum. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, you're going to have to, right now, phone your mum. Yeah. Tell her what you've been doing. Yeah. Tell her the reasons that I'm kicking you out. Yeah. And... You're gonna. You're just gonna have to. Girlbox. And then he, you, he like is makes the phone call and leaves the room. Mm-hmm. And then like her girlfriends come in and they're like, ha- she's they're like, how's it going? How's it going? And she's like, girl, I've got him squirming. He's like, oh, I guess it's about the nudes on Snapchat. I don't know. Oh my god. You and she's like, she's like, I've got him. I've got him like by the balls. And yeah. I was like, that's such Jodie Carvel energy. Girlbox. Making a man squirm. Honestly, that's <laughs> I, li- I honestly live for that shit. <laughs> I just, you know. But it was just funny to me how she was like, "I know what you've been doing." Yeah. And he was like, "Um, um, um, uh, the 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 nudes on Snapchat, I guess." And she was like, "The nudes on Snapchat, you guess, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I fucking can you believe that app is free? Honestly, no, I cannot. There's so much good content Honestly. comes from. There's so much free you know content that is so good. I got that advert that was like. Are your eyes tired? And I'll shut the app. I said, Do you oh, know what? They are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I wish I had that kind of willpower. I take it really personally. I'm like, are obviously there's tired? a time limit. And they're like, right, get this, a life. That, that advert is programmed to show up after so long of scrolling. I think so. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. They don't just chuck that in as soon as you open the app. Yeah. You have to have seen <laughs> at least 10 ads before you see that, I reckon. Yeah. I hate ads on TikTok. I hate ads full stop. But at stop. least there's, you can scroll past. You know what I hate? Ads on ads, adverts on catch up. <gasps> Tell me about it. Have you been watching Love Island? No. I thought you had. No, I've stopped. I don't like. They're me. all boring. True. <laughs> I but saw it's this. Get, it's getting better now. But I saw one girl recently came in, Chloe or something. Oh, that was quite a while ago. But now. she she came in and people were like, when you're not asked about. Finding love and you're just there for the boohoo sponsor. Yeah. I was like, that's probably what most of them are going for. To be honest, it's not as good as it used to be because the show used to be more unethical, which made it more entertaining. Yeah. Like now they've got to be careful because obviously past contestants have taken their own life. Yeah. And like. Caroline. She wasn't a contestant. No. Go off. <laughs> she wasn't a contestant, but she was part of the show. Yeah, but that was and about, she... about the abuse allegations or something. Yeah. And like the newspapers hounding her, but like past. I think they're supposed... Because she was famous anyway, but I think they didn't use to adequately prepare you for the fame it was going to boost you into. Yeah, but now Love Island of... in a post-Covid age is very walking on eggshells. It's very like... They don't show them smoking anymore because they don't want to, you know, promote smoking. So, like, if they have all of... Any of them want to smoke, they have to, like, go into a room on their own. I'm not being funny, but when people go out for a cigarette is when the best stuff I know. happens. If you watch the old seasons, it's always them sitting remember, there with the bags. Do you remember the old series where two girls went out for a f- smoke and they were sitting, like, near the hot tub and the boys in the hot I tub were I watched that on TikTok last night. Shit. They were like, I'm used to tens and these girls are sick. She's up fresh. Yeah. And Jess was I've sitting there. I've banged some worldies, mate. Yeah. And she's like... And Jess was sitting there like... 
I'm not having this. And then I was because some like people will post like it'll be like best reality TV accounts went there and they'll post it in like bits. I was watching it because I I have watched that season and I was like watching it remembering what happened and the whole house like they turn on her as if she's the one yeah around. honestly like, uh, if you've got something to say she why goes coming up she goes and tells the girls the lads what the lads in the hot tub are talking pure shit about every single one of the girls being misogynistic pieces of shit the girl she goes what's her name jess, jess. she goes inside tells all the girls yeah, and then the lads hot. the lads come in like why are you chatting shit why didn't you come and say it to yeah, us because jonathan goes downstairs and he's like i told you to keep your mouth shut they've just heard everything you said and they've gone upstairs but and if talk. i was jess i would have been like i'm not being funny but why would i have had to come to you were the one chatting yeah. shit I just told the girls like, what you said. Come and say it to my face if you've got something to say. I'll be like... Oh, fuck. <laughs> and for what? Why, why are you angry at me? I'll I just like, told the girls what you were saying. Yeah, I'd be like, come and say it to my face. Also, it just gets me... This is why I love... That was when Love Island was good, when it gets you heated. Yeah. But, um, but it's not like that also, anymore. They're all, they're all like... Also, mm. Jess, in, and I did wish she would have stuck up for herself more, but I did like the way she was sitting there brushing her hair, just smirking. Yeah. I was like, girl boss energy. Yeah. They were like, if you've got something to say, come and say it to us. And, and she's, she's, like, like... she's like combing her hair. <laughs> yeah. and she's like, I've got nothing to say to anybody. <laughs> I've already said what I needed to say. <laughs> but now they don't let them drink. They have like one drink a night. What? That, that's what used to kick off because they'd all be pissed and shit. Yeah, that's what... They're not allowed to do that on... Uh, drag race anymore what drink yeah because like in the early seasons they would get like absolutely twatted yeah. in untucked yeah. and then go out and do the lip sync like Piss. half cut yeah so they're not allowed they're allowed like one drink and untucked I understand it's unethical to fill young people full of like booze and then but that's how you get good television it. but it is how they get to be fair they push drama in every other way it's just that they can't do it with alcohol now you know what I mean? But, but that is the best, best. That is the best and the easiest way if to get good tea. If you think Love Island's boring, at the, yeah, nowadays it is. If you go back and watch season one and season two, that sh- that shit was crazy. In that season, I with also, Jess, I also, Jonathan proposed to Hannah, didn't he? I don't. The Scouts. I can't remember. I can't remember. He proposed to her. They didn't last, but, but I, <laughs> it was such a good season. I haven't seen that many of the old series of Love Island, but if, I've seen that. I've seen that part. If you get BritBox, watch them. <laughs> They're so good. I promise you. Is BritBox uh, this week's sponsor? I wish it was. Hashtag not an ad. I'm literally paying for BritBox because I'm watching. I think like season. I don't know. You know the one with Kem and Amber. Yeah. I hadn't seen that one, so I'm watching that. Um, but every question, other season I've seen. Should BritBox be free for Brits? Yes. Yes. <laughs> to be honest, yes. But I'm, I'm happy to pay for it because there's no ads, so you can just watch Love Island. Yeah. Oh, not, that's um, what I was on about. Not like this Love Island. Ads on Catch Up. Yeah, because I keep trying to watch Love Island and I have to sit through adverts. They've put so many adverts in Love Island now. Yeah. So like every two minutes there's an advert. And you know what else pisses me right off? What? BBC YouTube. Let me tell you why. BBC if you, YouTube? If you watch BBC one on on tv terrestrial television you get no adverts mm-hmm. because it's the bbc and they don't advertise other than their own mm-hmm. stuff you'll get like an ad for eastenders and mm-hmm. pointless and that's it like disney channel used to be yeah mm-hmm. they'll only advertise their own things but if you go on if you watch anything bbc related on youtube mm-hmm. there's ads every five fucking seconds and i'm like ha- ha- how yeah you surely that's is this allowed? That's not allowed. Because I use Adblock on my laptop, but you can't do it on your Xbox, can you? No, but it's 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 annoying. I wouldn't. I don't. You know, it's it's because it's the BBC. 
that they're so you're like this shouldn't be happening i'm like what you don't have (laughs) i pay my television license i'm like you don't have ads on the iplayer so why have you got them on your clips of david attenborough (sighs) on itv play like hobbits honestly adverts after adverts. i know they've got i know they've got the itv hub plus or whatever the upgraded one where you pay and get rid of the ads oh really yeah but that's like i'm not paying that's just so money grabby i know i already pay for netflix amazon prime yeah Use your oh, Disney Oh, no, Plus. please delete Amazon Prime. I can't, Jodie. Why? Because of Jeremy Clarkson's farm. Jeff Bezos makes four <coughs> grand a second. <coughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Born in 1964, the ultimate entrepreneur. How's it go? I don't know what that is. Have you not seen Bo Burnham's Inside? Oh, no, I haven't. I strongly recommend it. It's fantastic. Really? Because I've seen mixed reviews. It's, re- it's... I also don't... I only know, I've only ever seen Bo Burnham in one thing and it was that promising young woman film where he he played like a rapist sympathiser. So now I look at him and that's the only thing I know him from and I just think, you oh, little right, bastard. Okay. No, but the, the Bo Burnham's inside, it's like him in a room and he just, he filmed it all himself, he made all the music himself. It's it's pretty good considering it's one I man. heard the white woman Instagram more. Yeah, he's got this one about Jeffrey Bezos, I'm going to play it. Are we going to get copyrighted? Um, probably not. Is it on Spotify? Oh, uh, I use Apple Music. CEO entrepreneur, born in 1964, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> born in 1964, Jeffrey. Why has he got a single up, Bezos? Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. What's the point of this song? It's just a song about Jeffrey Bezos. I hate that man. Me too. He's so fucking smug like, all like the time. In, if, I, if the purge was real, this would be my ideal purge. Eat the rich. I feel like rich people don't taste good though. Yeah, but no, I could feed it to like... It. <laughs> I could feed them to like tigers, Carol Bassett. It's so though. crazy when you hear like the statistics about how much money some people have. It's like and unimaginable, it's like, isn't it? It's like Uncom- incomprehensible. I'm just gonna. At this point, he's so rich that there's. He just doesn't. Like, he can't spend it. He, so he's just hoarding can't. it. Yeah, he's exactly. just hoarding it. I follow that Twitter account that's like, has just. Has Jeff Bezos decided to end world hunger today? I can't speak. And every day they'll tweet Jeff Bezos has not decided to end world hunger today. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, literally that every day. Yeah, I love I love Twitter accounts that are like that. Have you yeah. seen that one that's like called like Day Fifteen? And on the fifteenth day of every month, it just tweets a picture of Mr. Krabs dinging a bell, and it's like <laughs> it's Day Fifteen. <laughs> I think they're just bots. That's iconic. There's a website here, medium.com. There's an article that says, Why won't Jeff Bezos end world hunger? The ultra-rich keep fooling us with the same trick. Um, But the the premise of the account centres around two connected concepts. One, according to the International Food Policy Research Institute, the IFPRI, it would cost $11 billion to end world hunger per year. Jeff Bezos is currently worth 184 billion 
Mm-hmm. Give or take a couple million on any given day, based mm-hmm. on how Amazon stock is doing. Mm-hmm. In short, Jeff Bezos could end world hunger for the next 15 years and still be worth roughly $14 billion. Exactly. If you prefer, he could still be the 76th richest person alive. Literally. Arguments about the veracity of these claims or Jeff Bezos' liquidity to at any given point of time aside is at a staggering quantification of the kind of change truly incomprehensible wealth could be potentially capable of. It's so cra- it's so crazy to hear statistics like Jeff Jeffrey Bezos single handedly has enough money available to him mm-hmm. that he could end world hunger for the next fifteen years and still be the seventy sixth richest person alive. Yeah. I know there's an argument of, well, why should he? It's his money. Why should he? It, you know that money's built off the back of like unethical practice business well, practices. Well, ex- it's like it's. I know it's like that's it, another reason why I don't like. I know me not supporting Amazon isn't going to make a lick of a difference. To yeah, that absolutely. Man. But I don't want to su- support a company and just carry on using a company who treat their staff like shit. Yeah. Well, my my ex-boyfriend Liam when I was like 18 mm-hmm. he used to work at the Amazon centre in mm-hmm. Rugeley. Um and I would, I would be like well that was like his first ever job so he didn't really know about like what it was like to be treated as an employee properly yeah. but he was he would come he would talk to me about his work and he would say like the amount of time I spend walking backwards and forwards like mm-hmm. they have to scan something go and get it come back scan it and they're like timed mm-hmm. and it's so like it i don't know what it's like now but like a few years ago it was like such a demanding role and i was like you're like yeah. i was like you're 17 yeah. like you you've been they're treated like a slave like, like robots and humans yeah and he would get I heard that some employees have to like piss in bottles cuz so they don't let you go to the toilet well he he told me at one point as well that when he was working for Amazon, if he started at say eight o'clock, if he got there at eight o five, he wouldn't be paid between the hours of eight and nine. Mm-hmm. So if he got there at eight o five, he would just wait outside for an hour and then clock in at nine because he wasn't being paid, so he wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's so shit." I mean, <clears throat> where I work, it's like if you if you're late by. Uh, it's like it works in fifteen minute increments. Yeah, it's it? like if you're late by fifteen minutes, you'll you won't get paid for like the first half an hour or something. If you're late by half an hour, you won't get paid for like the first hour, and then if you're late by like over an hour or something, you won't get paid by like the first half of the day or some, something like that. I'm not sure exactly, mm-hmm. but it's something like that. But it's like if you're not if you're five minutes late, at Amazon, you won't get paid for the first hour, mm-hmm. which is like, eh? And they still expect you to move as quickly as possible yeah. before there. So, like, um, half the time, Amazon employees who were, like, five minutes late just wouldn't clock in for a whole hour. I'm reading... Oh, I'm, I'm always halfway... Blah, 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 blah. I'm always halfway through reading about ten books. But this book that I'm reading at the moment is called Violence, and it's written by... If I can find his name... Slavoj... How, how do you say this? Slavoj... Slavoj Zizek? Zizek. Spell it S-L-A-V-O-J. I just don't know how to say, like, the J. It's, is it, like, a Polish name? Something like that. Sla- but anyway, Slavoj. it's about... It's a, it's like a It's like a criminological sort of book about harm and, like, violence 
in all of its forms, not just like legal or illegal or like it's just about all violence, like cultural, symbolic, whatever. Yeah. And it was talking about charity because you know how billionaires will be like, oh, I give this much to charity, I do so well. There was a bit where <laughs> it says, You love that voice today. I know. Old lady Listen Jody. to this part. Um, it says the two faces of Bill Gates because a lot of people say Bill Gates is like an ethical billionaire. Is he a billionaire? Yeah, Someone like that. So. The two faces of Bill Gates parallel the two faces of Soros. I don't know who Soros is, by the way. The cruel businessman destroys or buys out corp- com- competitors, aims at virtual monopoly. Why can't I speak today? Virtual monopoly employs all the tricks of the trade to achieve his goals. Meanwhile, the greatest philanthropist in the history of mankind quaintly asks, what does it serve to have computers if people do not have enough to eat and are dying of dysentery? In liberal communist ethics, the... Honestly, I'm really having trouble speaking today. The ruthless pursuit of profit is counteracted by charity. Charity is a humanitarian mask hiding the face of economic exploitation. Yeah. That really got me. In a superego blackmail of gigantic proportions, the developed countries help the underdeveloped with aid, credits and so on, and thereby avoid the key issue, namely that their complicity in and co-responsibility for the miserable situation of the underdeveloped. Do you not think that's crazy? Yes. When you read stuff like that, you're just like, oh my God, that's tea. Yeah, well, it's like... If you've there's that many like multi-million billionaires in the world now, mm-hmm. where it's like they're they're all just sitting on this money that they can't spend, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of it is probably not tangible cash that they keep in their wallet. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is probably like invested in mm-hmm. businesses and invested in stocks and mm-hmm. whatever. So it's probably not money that's just like readily available to them. They can't just whip yeah. out six billion dollars out of their pocket. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but they're at a point where they they have more money they could ever need. Well, exactly, and it's like redistribute the wealth. What's the what is the point in being like the few ultra rich when you could have like a planet full of like mediocrely rich yeah. people? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is it's like? Why run a business? That's it's a pyramid so, scheme. Why run a business that's so like the prices are so hiked up and like unavailable to the everyday? Yeah. Where you get like five customers a year, but mm-hmm. they spend mega money. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you could have a hundred customers a year when we all spend like you know a, 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 an imaginable number. I just I don't know. The more I read about capitalism, the more. Like it pisses me off, and the more I can't unnotice it, yeah, it's like something, some like something's flipped a switch in my brain, and I'm like, this is fucked. Yeah, <laughs> it is like, really like. Well, it's all right it's because the ocean's on fire. But South Africa's think, on fire. We must get to a point where capitalism, the is world just is burning, collapsing on itself yeah. because like house house prices are rising. For instance, what's going to happen when no one can afford to buy a house? Is it going to be like another crash sort of thing? I have no idea. Is that why the credit crunch happened? Like, I don't it's, know. It's just going to be like everybody who isn't the ultra mega rich is going to just like fall under and we're all going to be like But there's not enough ultra mega rich to buy all the houses. I bet, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could theoretically, but they, what, they're going to live in all these houses on Walsall Road? No, they don't. They'll just, have, they'll just own them. They won't have to live in them. 
And then put the rent up. And then well, sell them back to us at an extortionate amount. Another thing that I really liked about In the Heights is it talks about gentrification. Mm. And it's like, you go home, it, it, like people, white people, white rich people will move into their neighbourhood and put a Starbucks on the corner. Yeah. And then it just gets too expensive to live around there because they keep rising the rental. Yeah. And it's like white people come in and they're just like, yeah. this is our town now. Exactly. <clears throat> It's what a, what infuriating. A, what, a, what a lovely topic we're discussing. <laughs> Truly. Truly. I know I'm being like, I know people probably don't care about any of this because it's just me. Like, I talk to people about at work about this. And I'm what, like, about capitalism? Yeah, I'm like, capitalism's a disease, so like, you work in retail. They're like, like Jodie. Listen, like... what am I going to do? I'm part of the machine. <laughs> but I think my viewpoints and stuff like that are so like radicalised now I'll say it to other people, I'll be like, capitalism's a disease, a cab, and they'll literally be like, shocked. And then I forget that not everyone thinks like not that. Not everyone is like, switched on. Everyone thinks, some <clears throat> pe- a lot of people think that's actually a really extreme viewpoint. <laughs> and as for me, I'm just like, but it's <clears throat> the truth. Yeah, well, it, it in a way, it is the truth. But I mean, there's nothing we can really do about it unless everybody feels that way. And nobody's ever going to feel that's that way. That's the thing with the whole, that, that thing about Bill Gates really stuck with me because it's like, the point he was also making in a like when he carries on to, in the book because I only highlighted that bit because I was, you know, doing we've research. Just got, we've just my... got to wait for all the boomers to die out and then like. But Gen, he was like Gen Z will save us all. Billionaires will use like the rise up the ladder of capitalism, and then they'll be like, "Oh, but what does any of this matter when people can't eat in whatever?" But they don't help. It's just ignorant to. They're like condemning capitalism when that's the thing that got them where they are they're weaponizing it to get themselves in that position yeah all those people dying and not being able to eat that's the other side of the coin but they don't want to see that yeah they just want to be like oh charity oh i'll just send some aid over yeah they don't want to see that the system that they're benefiting from it's a system that oppresses other people yeah it's like well <laughs> bob the drag queen says infamously that you cannot be a white person in this day and age and not be racist. I agree, to be honest. Like it's drilled into not, you. Not even like your viewpoints or whatever. You can like interact with people of other racial backgrounds. But like what he's saying is like every single white person now benefits from like race like yeah. historical racism. A hundred percent. Which is like it's such so, a controversial... It sounds so controversial, but when you look into the statistics, like when I was reading that book while I'm no longer speaking to white people about race, it's horrific. Yeah. But I feel like people hear that statement and, and when they're white and they feel like, really, oh, that's about me. Did you see... You know what I mean? They get really defensive <clears throat> instead of, like, looking at the facts. Did you see that video of... Um, I forget what her name was. Uh, let me just scroll down. Because... Um, it was something that I tweeted or no, I didn't tweet it it was a video that I saw on Twitter Esme liked it at some point bitch why can I not find it what's it about it was this um politician she like represents uh, Coventry um, did I bookmark it Hang on. is that the woman who was saying about Boris Johnson being a racist and they yeah. told her to lower her tone yeah Microaggressions. Microaggressions. Zara Sultana, her name is. 
Uh, she said, every person of... Her tweet says, every person of colour has an experience like this. We raise blatant examples of racism mm -hmm. and some posh white person tells us we're being aggressive mm -hmm. and that we should watch our tone. Isn't that... It's just... It's so maddening. She in this... Um, can I play what she said? Yeah. The, she was speaking in um, Parliament and this is what she said. The minister gave the usual Tory platitudes. Yes, she condemned the horrific racism our England stars have faced. But what would she think about the Prime Minister when he was doing, um, well, when he was describing black people as pickaninnies with watermelon smiles, when he used newspaper columns to mock Muslim women as letterboxes and bank robbers, when he refused to condemn the booing of England players to one over knee, and when his Home Secretary derided the act anti-racist message as gesture politics, isn't it the case, Mr Speaker, like England star Tyrone Mings has said, that the Home Secretary and the Prime Minister were stoking the fire of racism, giving the green light to racism, and only now when the consequences are clear are they feigning outrage and then some lady gets well, off Mr Speaker I, I had hoped that we were going to be able to conduct this debate in oh. uh, a measured and collective way as I, as I don't that, that genuinely so think angry. the old lady is accusing either the as soon as she stood up and she's uh, like well uh, well <laughs> I don't uh, Tommy <laughs> uh, Tommy um, I don't even know how we got onto this that's so oh my god it's so uh, and then the the lady, the first lady, starts like trying to argue back, and she's like, "Well, she's shouting at me from across." You have just ignored every point she's made and told her to keep and lower her tone. I don't know how we've got onto this topic or how it got this she serious spoke this soon. So respectfully, and she's like, I, "Um, obviously we can't conduct this debate in a civilized manner." Yeah. She was being perfectly civilized. She was just quoting she, she literally the said, prime minister. She said, "Hang on, the bloke who's running this country described black people as pickaninnies with watermelon smiles." He's he said about gay people that we're um, tank top wearing bum boys at one point mm -hmm. in I'm thinking that in the nineties. Mm -hmm. um, he's just like called Muslim women letterboxes. Yeah, he said so much shit. And this this Zara Sultana, I think she represents Coventry South or something. I'm moving and to she, Coventry, she, maybe. She she stood up in Parliament and she's like quoting what he yeah. said. And then the woman from the opposition gets up and she's like. Well, hang on a minute. You can't be doing that. Yeah, lower your tone. Lower your tone. What? Let's have a civilised discussion it's about racism. It's because she's got no, nothing <clears throat> to say, so instead she just like shuts her down. Yeah. With microaggressions. But it's like... That's I... the thing about microaggressions. You can't even call them out because they'll act like they don't know what you're talking about. And yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To it. Like, I feel like now, as, as a white man... Hello, I'm Caucasian, that's me. I feel like I have to sort of be like so sort of anti-racist now. Like obviously that's like what I am anyway. Um but it's like I feel like I have to make the effort to sh like to show the fact that like, I feel like people would look at me and make the snap judgment that like oh this is a white man he is sort of like a, you know assume that I feel the way that every white man feels. And it's like mm, but hang on, limp wrist, I'm on your team, sort of thing. Mm. you know what I mean? I think, I understand where you're coming from, but I also think that you're thinking too much about what people I'm, think about I'm you. I definitely overthink it all the because time. Because I think the reason you should speak out about racism is not for your own self-image. No, it's to speak no, not, no not at all, not at all. Also, but I feel like if I was walking down the street and I, you know, as I live in the middle of Warsaw, 
You know, I live in like a, a very Asian centric area. Mm-hmm. If I walk past down the street past a lady in like a hijab or something, I feel like I would have to sort of make the effort and t- rather than just like, if it was like anybody else, I would look at them and just be like, what the fuck? But I feel like I have to make the effort to like be nice to like, like, <laughs> like people of I'm not like, a racist. like minority groups yeah. so they like don't, so they don't think yeah. I'm like some like mad white guy who's like, I saw this thing, by the way, because you know how, like... people move into my area, Because it's like, no, that's not, like, the way the the world works. I think... I saw something. I don't know where I saw this. But it was like... You know how, like, all white people... How did we... How did it turn to this? We were talking about... We were talking about serial killers and, like, having a... Because this is all I fucking think about. (laughs) Capitalism. Um, When, um... You know how all white people, we pretty much have, like, ingrained racism? Yeah. Like... Just stuff that's been put onto us that sometimes we're not even aware of. Someone said something like, your first snap thought is your, um, what's the word? Like prejudices. But your second thought is the true you. Because it's like, say if you see someone and you make a snap, dis- like a prejudiced snap decision about them. Yeah. But then you correct yourself in your head and think, no, that's wrong. At least then you know that you're trying to fight back. I don't ever look at somebody and think like a snap decision about like if I if I say saw like uh, like a lady in a hijab or something I wouldn't like assume that she was like a terrorist or like oh, no, or not, anything not, like that. I'm not saying anything but that would, extreme, would, but like my the way my brain works is it always comes back to how does this person perceive me perceiving them, <laughs> which is so like self centered. Yeah, but you can't say that you can't you go through life with absolutely no prejudice. Like, no, obviously there's going to be like small moments where things you do like think things but then you in your head you're like no that's not right yeah it's that sort of thing like, yeah yeah at least you know then i feel like we're just digging ourselves into a hole maybe also who who should listen to white people talk about race anyway nobody <laughs> nobody <laughs> like we should well, just shut yeah, our mouths. exactly it's like the topic of like race is so like heated especially at the moment and the age that we're currently living in mm-hmm. um that i feel like us talking about it is sort of taking up taking up space in the conversation that would be yeah. best you know so i can only recommend you go and read why i'm no longer talking to I can o- people about race i can only recommend that you go and um read about uh not read about go and watch the uh black queer town hall i think it's called with uh bob the drag queen and peppermint because that is very enlightening and very eye-opening yeah um, don't talk, listen to like people of colour talk about yeah, this. Don't exactly. listen to us. Don't listen to us. We were just here to have some fun laughs and then it got and really then, deep. And then, but because we're both sad, I'm ill. It just like, we got serious dead soon. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I am, I, I do feel qualified to talk about capitalism. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about capitalism all day, every day. Because but it, we just, were, it makes me so angry. But we, we went from bashing Jeff Bezos to like, hang on a minute. Let's talk about why Jeff Bezos is now. Like, uh, honestly, I'm not, I'm not saying he's I think, racist, but I, think you, I don't know where I was going with that train of thought. If you are a billionaire, you are a, an evil person. To some degree, yeah. No, full stop. Okay. In my opinion. Because you're just hoarding wealth. Yeah. People are literally dying and you are hoarding wealth. People, there are Kim, people there, Kim, there are people there are dying. Literally. <laughs> and he should say like, uh, uh, God, uh, fucking Richard Branson, guys, let's go to space. Which is not your business, Richard. Yeah, stay on Earth. You're going to go and corrupt space now, are you? Yeah, he is. Space has now literally been corrupted. Do you think humans are just too corrupt to like ever get anything right? Because it just seems like there's problems left, right and centre, to be fair. I feel like the world existed for millions and millions of years without us. 
perfectly fine. And yeah. then we came along and have destroyed it in a, in a matter of centuries. Yeah. Basically. All cops are bastards. Everyone's bastards. <laughs> yeah. Should, should we um? Should we end? Should we end the pod on a, on a We're note just, of a cab? A cab. Bye. I think I'm a nihilist. A what? A nihilist. I don't know what that is. Educate me. Isn't a nihilist someone who thinks that nothing matters because, you know, we're all just going to die? I don't know. I don't think I am a nihilist then because I do think believe things matter. I think I'm a pessimist. That's just someone who's or, negative all the time. I think I'm just a realist, which makes yeah. me a pessimist. Exactly. Um, there's, a, there's a part in one of Kesha's songs and she's like, at the end, she's like, um, we're all just recycled stardust. And I'm like, true, we are. Not Boris, though. Not Boris. <laughs> not Boris. Boris crawled from the pits of hell. As Big Michael Do you know, once Boris said, doesn't even know how many children he's got. Fuck the government and fuck Boris. Trust. Um, I believe that because he seems like an absolute little slag. He's like... Also, who'd sleep with him, though? He's... Ugh. I don't think he's ever publicly said how many children he's got. Who could because find he doesn't that know. man attractive? Like, People who want to sleep their way to the top, I guess. I don't understand. I don't know. He's very ugly. He's very ugly. I bet his breath smells. Yeah. And I bet he's got a small little pecker. Yeah, definitely. Definitely got small dick energy. <laughs> Boris has small dick energy. That's the name he of his does. Part. He does. It's, small dick energy is about the energy you give out. And he does not give out the energy of someone with a big dick. We, sometimes we'll sit upstairs in the bedroom with like the window open. Because I don't know if you've noticed, Jodie, but it's 7,000 degrees it's in this really house. Hot. It's so hot in this house. But we'll sit with the bedroom window open, and because we live on like a dual carriageway, somebody will drive past and it's like, like a massive loud engine. Why are people so dramatic with their car engines? And I'll, I'll say to her, I'll, sometimes I'll be like to Adam, I'll be like, oh, I've got a small dick too, but you don't see, see yeah, me doing that. Literally. <laughs> and he's like, it's you haven't got a small dick, your dick is huge. And I'm like, thank you, Adam, thank you for saying that about me. Okay. okay. About me. I've seen it. <laughs> Yeah. It's below average. It's enormous. <laughs> I actually can't remember. I think I must, I must have seen it at some point, though. Well, you know what they say. More than a mouthful's a waste. Did I say that? I thought it was more than <laughs> I a I say that to make myself feel better. I thought it was more than a handful's a waste. Well, mine's more than a handful. Okay. If your hand is this big. <laughs> um, so if your hand yeah. is this big! I feel if you've like got a hand that's like a baseball mitt. I feel like we shouldn't leave this on such a negative note. No, me neither. Should Do you think we bored everyone into turning this off because yeah, we just probably. started ranting about capitalism and racism? Probably, but you know what? I'm They're that topical girl. topics that are topically topical at the time. I know people who make me feel like I'm that girl where they just feel like they can't say anything around me because I'll be like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like I'm such an SJW. But I feel, I feel like at the moment, especially like, like the world at the minute is so like, open to talking about racism, open to talking about capitalism. You'd think so, because we, we think that Twitter is the whole world, but that's not how it is. If you go out into the street and talk to someone about stuff like this, they're just like, they really don't give a fuck. Well, maybe people on the street need to start listening people, to our pod. Oh, I just know so many people who are just not, they don't think it's, no, it's, I don't think they actually know how big these issues are. Yeah. Whereas I'm just in my, you know, I, they're when, fundamental, systematic issues head, that are like that, affecting the way the world runs, yeah. and it's like nobody's talking about it except us on Twitter. And in my head, it's like that scene from—is it Community where Donald Glover walks in with a pizza and everything's on fire? I don't know. Or the SpongeBob seen... episode where like they're running around throwing the files uh, around. Donald Glover is so good looking. He is. He's so handsome. 
Honestly, I know. This is America. <laughs> yeah, go and watch that music video. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we end it on a joke? Go on then. Knock knock. Who's there? Shittimish. Shittimishu. Ah! <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Runnip. Runnip who? Runnip who? <laughs> Oh my god. Knock oh, knock. <laughs> dripping in sh. That's. <laughs> dripping in shoe? That doesn't make sense. I'm embarrassed. You've let yourself down. I'm there. embarrassed. So, guys, um, Brett's threatening us to make a YouTube channel, so we'll probably start uploading the audio onto YouTube. Yes, love. That. Hopefully, we'll get picked up by an algorithm. <laughs> and, and hopefully. That's my drag name, an algorithm. An algorithm. That's fantastic. Um, and. I just really want us to do the green screen thing. Let's have this every week. Can we make some solid plans, please? <laughs> Even your mum. I was talking to your mum about it. She was like, yeah, that's a good idea. What didn't you talk to my mum about? Should we get my mum up? We've got matching tattoos now. <laughs> you and your mum. You and my mum. Yeah. Are you going to become my mum? Yes. Okay. Are you going to become my stepdad? <laughs> yes. No, your stepdad is oh, beautiful. He's a sexy man, isn't he? I mean, I don't think so, but go off. Yeah, because he's your stepdad. <laughs> stepdad, what are you doing? <laughs> oh no, I'm stuck in the washing machine. Have you seen that one that's like, step ladder, what are you doing? No. <laughs> and it's like a ladder, like... <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, we need to get a table. I think we should go to... We need to get a table, chairs. We need to go to a used furniture shop. Buy all that shit. Oh, also, I had this idea that we only decorate the set with really weird things from charity shops. Yeah, I know, you've told me. Because every time we g- I go in a charity shop, I see something really weird and I think that would just be really funny to have in the background like, with no context. Toby jugs, a glass giraffe. Yeah, just shit like that. Like, so we're also plates being, with the River Seven painted on. We're not contributing <laughs> to capitalism. <laughs> yeah, no, we're helping the charity. <laughs> exactly, the horrible mass behind, that hides capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this week we've talked about everything from racism in Parliament, mm-hmm. um, serial killer Israel Keys and Karina Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, you've told me about the heights and the purge the forever. Heights. The forever purge. The forever purge. We've had, this part has been all over the shop. Yeah, literally. But, you know what? It's I just been mad. a catch-up episode. I want to do a true crime off next time and, uh, and tell you about Jodie Arias because she grew. Okay, well I'll find a I'll find a crime person and a crime person. and come back at you with some statistics and facts. Okay. Whoopwash! I love I love both statistics and facts to be honest. Okay, that's good. Here's a statistic for you. This podcast has been running for one minute, one hour and 45 minutes. Okay, let's... Oh, shit, that's long. <laughs> like, I know the last one was two hours, but we're normally about one twenty, aren't yeah. we? Jodie Carvel, thank you for coming over. No I hope you enjoyed your coffee that I made. I did. I just really hope I don't get ill now. Yeah, I hope you don't get ill either. So when you go home, I suggest you have a lem sip. I don't like lem sip. Well, I hope you get ill then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're literally picking up your bagging and <laughs> going straight away. Yeah, thanks, Eleanor, for this bag. It's really cute. Oh, she gave you that? Yeah, for my birthday. Oh, that's and it's got nice. a key ring of the Dalmatian in it as well. Oh, why don't she give me nice things like that? Because <laughs> she's homophobic. Anyway. Anyway, anyway soul. soul. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, lads and besties and, you know, 
Yes. Thanks for listening. Um, Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you are following the Twitter account at So True Bestie Pod. We also have an Instagram account now. We also have an Instagram, but we haven't posted. We don't. We haven't posted on there because it's not really a visual format. I just wanted to get the handle. We will probably start using it more when we go into green screen, which I need to make happen. I'm so sick of hearing myself say it, but yeah. Okay. Let's call it quits. Okay. Jodie. Thanks for joining us, besties. Get out of my house. Okay, I will. Goodbye. Goodbye. Always the most. <laughs> it's not Pride Month anymore. I have to be noticed. Okay. <laughs>